y'all, Cameron Smith here, and today I'll be reading chapter one of my new series, Chaos Infinity. So, enjoy! It was always the same dream. Fleeting, quick, full of red pulsing lights and endless black space. And for some reason, it felt too real. Avery could feel pain. He felt emotions that didn't belong to him. He heard screaming and cries of agony. He smelled acrid smoke. It was just pure chaos. But it shouldn't be possible. It was a dream. So, how? And the dream ended the same way, every time. A burst of red. Then he would wake up in bed, sweating, panting heavily. Just like now. These dreams had started months ago, about the same time that his new stepdad had moved in. Avery turned to his alarm. 6.27. Hmm. Still early. Everyone should be asleep. As quietly as possible, he slipped out of bed, tiptoeing out of his room to the bathroom. He quickly brushed his teeth, reflecting on his dreams. They seemed more real that night, more clear. For a few seconds, he could see a world surrounding him, black sand under his toes, gnarled trees twisting their branches into the red, foggy sky. But then it was gone, just like that, the snap a finger. After showering, he headed back to his room, quietly picking on an outfit and getting dressed. He sneaked out of his room again and tiptoed down the hallway. He paused in front of his mom and stepdad's room. No sounds of movement. Still asleep. Good. He continued heading downstairs. He entered the kitchen, rubbing his temple as he got some cereal. These headaches had been happening for years and they came with no warning. It felt as if someone stabbed him in the head with a white hot knife. Usually they happened after his dreams. While eating, Avery texted his best friend, Jalissa. Jalissa was Avery's rock. She grounded him. Hey, you awake? Yeah. Why do you always get up so early? Because I don't feel like seeing my family. Avery paused. Years ago, Avery's father had disappeared. Later, his mom had met someone new. A single father with two young boys. Years later, they married to Avery's dismay. No matter how much his stepdad tried to bond, Avery refused. His name was Brian. Well, that's sad. Whatever. Are you on your way? Yeah, hold on. Avery sighed. How annoying. There was a sound of footsteps and Avery turned. Oh. Hey, kiddo. Brian said. Avery frowned. He was in plaid pajama pants, no shirt. 
Hmm. And barefoot. You should wear slippers, Avery said. Ron looked down. Oh, okay. Silence after it was awkward. Avery finished his cereal and glared at Brian's back. Have a good day at school, kiddo, Brian said, as he heard Avery getting up. Avery sighed. Don't call me kiddo, he shouted as he stormed out of the house, slamming the door. Brian winced. He turned when he noticed his wife standing at the entryway. He's still not happy with me, Brian said. Lisa, Avery's mother, sighed. He'll warm up to you. Just wait, he said, running her hand up and down his arm. Hmm, maybe, Brian said, taking a sip of his coffee. Jalissa was waiting for him outside. She had dark brown skin and her hair was tied in a large puff. Large hoop earrings hung from her ear. She wore a spike choker and a black dress. She classified herself as big-bodied. She was a full-on goth girl. She raised a brow when he slammed the door. Daddy issues, she asked. He's not my dad, Avery muttered. Okay, Jesus, Jalissa said. The two settled into a com- comfortable silence, and Avery winced as his headache grew. Unaware that his power was growing. Taylor V High School was a cluster of buildings. The main building looked like a square cut in half. Inside that cut square were smaller club buildings, and one of them held a gym and pool. The other half of the square was the football field. School was charming, and it sat on the edge of town, surrounded by thick forest. Avery and Jalissa arrived at the entrance. So, any new jock crushes, she asked teasingly. Once they walked into the school, Avery rolled his eyes. Do you have any new cheerleader crushes, he shot back. Jalissa scoffed and stuck out her tongue as they reached Avery's locker. So, are the headaches still a thing, she asked quietly. Avery frowned. Yeah, he whispered. Jalissa knew everything. They had been friends for almost 11 years. She was grounded and grounding. Yo, Pinky, still sucking people off? Someone shouted. Every wince. Hmm, football jockeys. Years ago, someone had tricked him into doing something that he did not want to do, but didn't anyways, before outing him to the entire school. Avery had only wanted popularity, so he did what one of the football jockeys asked, unaware that they had taken a video of him. They dubbed him Pinky due to his pink strand of hair that he always wore. Go to hell, assholes, Jalissa shouted. As the rowdy group passed, Avery accidentally glanced up and made eye contact with the quarterback, Aaron Jones. He was quiet whenever it came to bullying Avery. Come on, let's finish this day as fast as possible, Avery muttered, tearing his gaze away from Aaron's green eyes. Yeah, Delissa said. The two finished up and went about their day as normally as possible, which wasn't much.
Avery had top grades. And he strived to go to college. A college particularly far, far away from his hometown. Plus, with extracurricular activities like clubs, he had extra credits. Even though he was still in 11th grade, he had already sent applications out to colleges that he had put on his list. I guess you could say he was a perfectionist. Jalissa, on the other hand, was more of a slacker. She didn't like doing homework, and she mostly did it only when she actually was forced to. And that was a lot. But the two didn't know that their lives would soon change and that they would soon be thrust into a position and they would be forced to make a decision. And that decision would either save lives or destroy them. Well, to be continued, my friends, this is Cameron signing off. And please do tune in for another chapter next week.